like scary stories, if you like tasty beers, open up your mouth holes and open up your ears for... I feel like I'm doing the podcast by myself this week. You are. So You're not, though, because all of us are here. That's the great part about these podcasts. I wish I had That's stronger th- thighs so I could just <laughs> squat the entire time. <laughs> I mean, you would have them by the end of the show. Yeah. That's for yes, sure. Yes, you'd be a powerful woman. I would have the strongest thighs. I could crush watermelons. Smush them. Oh, em. man. Just Face crushing thighs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a band name I called it. Hell, yeah. yeah. Someone was bound to call it. Yeah, well... I'm glad it was me, the one with the face-crushing thighs. Hell yeah, this marriage gets better and better. Speaking of marriages getting Gross. better and better, <laughs> um, we were looking for good news, and Tuna found some really like adorable news that we're going to share. Hard uh, to find news. good news these days. It really is. Although I found some. But you managed it. She found it, and it's so cute. There's this couple in um, Ecuador. Sure. Ecuador. Yep, in Ecuador. They have been certified by the Guinness Book of World Records for having the longest relationship, marriage. They've been married for 79 years. That's the longest, huh? 79 years? Yeah, he's 110 and she's 105. Holy smokes. How cute are they? They're so cute. They got married um, in 1941. Is there a picture of these people that I can look at? Because I would uh, like to see these ancient old people. They're ancient old adorables. They do not look that old. They don't like, look like they're in the I 100. don't look at this guy and go, there's a there's a 110-year-old or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, whatever oh, skincare so regime they're pumping into the water Hell in Ecuador, yeah. I'm here for it. I'm going to I'm gonna go start, and start drinking Hey, everybody, it. it's time to start drilling for that Ecuadorian water. Drink it. Drink it all right up into your body. Yeah, Get mean, real healthy. Honestly, they don't look a day over 85. No. Honestly, no. like, swear to God, they don't. Um, no. But their relationship's so cute. So they were friends for seven years first. And then they got secret married because their parents didn't approve of their relationship. And now they've been married 75 nine is this a, Is this a Capulet and Montague situation? Isn't no. it so cute? He, it's so cute. No, her sister was married to his cousin. That's how they met. So that's how they oh. met. So it's not well, like there's a so family the problem. They just didn't approve they of j- the two of them. That's strange. I don't know. These cousins I mean, got married, but you two better not touch each other in their no, private. We don't know what was going on in Ecuador in the 1930s because mm. we're we not Americans no idea. and mm. have no sense of world history. Right. Yeah. I don't know how Ecuador was affected by World War II. I don't. No. Or I don't World either. War One at this point. Yeah. I've, look, I know nothing about South American history. I don't know anything about anything at all. But you know I what? Don't I don't know where Ecuador is on a map. At least I know where all Ecuador is. All I know is. is that these old people are kissing. Old people kissing is gross, but it's also sweet. You know They're what? They're so is, cute. And they, so they were cute. like, our favorite things to do are like have big meals with family and friends, and they look forward to COVID being done. So and they like can going to the <laughs> back to their lives. My yeah. favorite thing is soup. And the movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what my all-time Black favorite and white thing movies. is? <laughs> what, what's your favorite thing? My all-time favorite thing is... Hi! <laughs> Welcome to the Booze and Brews podcast. We are the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories. We drink thematically appropriate beer. And we've been married for seven to nine years. Yes! Combined, Vanessa and I... Uh, 200... What was it? Like 215 years old. Oh. 
Like the amount of shit they must have had to deal with and just let go of to stay married for 80 fucking years. That's you got to realize none of that shit really matters. None of it matters. Yep. I know. And they like they look happy. They're cute. They have like great, great grandchildren. Yeah. Yeah. Out, out here old enough to fart dust a lot of shit doesn't matter anymore <laughs> yeah man yeah. I was just like honestly that's the best any of us could hope for in life you know seriously to find somebody you can put up with for 180 years yeah yeah <laughs> and then like build yourself a nice little family hell yeah it makes our 10 seem like a fucking fart in the wind oh yeah you guys I mean you you are farts in the wind so we are wind farters you're, yeah, no, there you're, was a movie about it in World War II. The wind farters were able no, to. No, no, were able to get the Nazis couldn't crack the code. They couldn't crack that they ass. Crack the fart. Code. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, um, that has nothing to do with anything we're talking about this week. No, um, it does not. No, it really does not. This week, um, we are enjoying. Ooh, sorry, uh, listeners, for not telling you in advance what our beer is going to be, so you can enjoy with us. We did get that suggestion, which I thought very good. Suggestion. Oh, we we never do that. However, I did it once. Week, I did it last week. So next week, we're doing the last of our stone, which yes. is Wizards and Gargoyles, which yes. is their special brew with modern times. Exactly. So if you want to get that for next week, get try it. and find it. But this week. We're doing their fear, period, movie, period, period, lion, period. But all that's on the can that's fuck my life. Fuck my life because we live in today times. It's a fuck my life double IPA and I am here for it. Yeah, I'm I'm good. I poured my own beer. Yeah, That's you you had one, one sip and then went nope and grabbed a completely different beer you're not going to be participating in today's show. No, I'm going <laughs> to participate. I'm just not going to drink just, the fucking beer. Only the upper 10% of your face yeah, is going to participate. Just from my glasses <laughs> to my, Yeah, glasses to my hairline is participating. Oh. I should take a picture of what I'm having to podcast with. At yeah, the so for those of you that don't know, obviously we are social distancing on the show and uh, Tuna appears to us via an iPad. Uh, but in order to make sure the iPad stands up properly, we have to have it on this metal thing and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, the angle of it is such that Melissa's head it's just gets my cut nose. off at about the nose. Yeah, it's my nose <laughs> and above. So it's just her nose and above in the bottom corner. <laughs> in the very bottom corner of the fucking screen. Whereas they have my entire beautiful fucking face. I do. I have your, I have like your nice living room area. You've got a fucking white wall and you've got like some microphone stands. You are the champion will, of this podcast. I will take a picture of most because it's really like I'm doing this by myself. Yeah. With this weird stalker in the corner. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a peeping Tom. I'm just looking in your apartment. Hey, what do you got in there? You want to tell me some stories? Good? Do you want to no, tell me? No, I have nothing good. There's nothing good in here. Well, you should tell me a story about haunted Africa because that's what poop? we're talking about. Are you going to poop later? I am definitely going to poop later. Well, can no, I watch? Just watch. send me an email or a text when you're going to poop. I'll appear in the corner of your computer screen. <laughs> Cheer me on. Boop, Good job. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah. I, I could be down for that. Okay, good. No, so because we're doing fear movie lines this week, we were like, lions come from Africa. They do come from Africa. Accurate. So let's do, ha- we looked at like, we're going to do like haunted lions, but like we've done a lot of zoos. Yeah. A lot of animal hauntings that like, get a little like negative and kind yeah. of sad because then they're like, oh, they're my pet or something. And you're like, Ugh. yeah, it's always yeah. somebody beloved, somebody's beloved, beloved pet that pet. ends up dying. Yeah, eh, uh, I'm not here for that. I'm here oh, good. for fun. 
You know what I'm here for? Haunted fucking Africa. I'm here to fuck my goddamn life. No, I, you are. Africa. I'm here for a porter and fuck you two. <laughs> All right. So my story out of Haunted Africa, I picked a location in South Africa. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to tell you the story of the old presidency. Oh, the old presidency. The old presidency. And just for your listening pleasure, and because I am a white American, uh, I did not look up what any of these uh, South African, like, pronunciations are. So. Look, say it with, like, a Dutchish British accent, and you'll be fine. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure that's exactly how it will come out. I won't sound at all like a Muppet. Nope. Okay. So the old presidency is in... Blomfontein. Where? Blomfontein. 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 All right, Donna. I think that I think that's a that's a Dutch Blomkin. I think it's. I honestly think it's Blomfountain. Sure, is what I assume. But uh, we're gonna go with Blomfontein. Yep, I like Hunting it. Honey, brew me, which is in South Africa. Uh, so it, it Blomfontein is the capital city of the Free State of South Africa, which is like one of the provinces of South Africa. And it's one of the three South African national capitals, which I did not know they had three different national capitals. Yeah, I, I would just Wait, three capitals in one country? Yes. yes. So the they are the Blomfontein. They, they do what the they want. Ju- is the judicial capital. So there's like... Uh, All the courts are there? Yeah, kind of. Okay. I assume. I'm going to say yes, because that's what judicial means. Sure. Court. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they have three national capitals, and this is one of them. Also, one of them is Cape Town, and the other one was not Joburg. It was like another place I'd never heard of. Okay, <laughs> right? Feel like we cool. we are such well traveled uh, individuals. We're so learned. I, we are I know. learned and doctors. I, I'm going to try and give you a little bit of South African history. I'm sure it's a bastardization of what actually happened. Most of this comes from a summary of Wikipedia. Oh, good. So bear with me. And if you are actually South African, I apologize. And don't correct me because I don't care that much. That's right. Uh, So the first people to like put down roots. So this is like... um, it's in the middle of South Africa. There were, like, obviously tribes that lived there beforehand. Obviously, Wikipedia only cares about white people. Right. So that's where we start our journey. All right. <laughs> uh, so in A 18- journey into whiteness. <laughs> Pretty much. So Mayonnaise in- <laughs> was invented in South Africa. <laughs> spicy ranch. Oh. Um, oh, slow down now. Yeah, that was, ooh, spicy. Just ranch. Parmesan cheese in a shaker. There we go. <laughs> yes, craft shakable cheese. Um, so in 1820, a trekboer yep. family. Yep. Uh, and a trekboer, if you're curious. Uh, and I I'm am. sure it's like I'm sure it's like trekba. Yep. Um, is uh, they are people who were nomadic, uh, like traveling people, but they were descendants of uh, European settlers. Oh. Who like hmm. had lived have lived in Africa for more than one generation at this point. Okay. So they are African born and raised. They're just sure. like wandering white people. Yes, basically. They're like uh, tribal nomadic. I think they were like uh, planting and then the like the season would run out and they'd move somewhere else and plant somewhere else. Okay. But so they're white people. Um, <laughs> descendants of European settlers. So uh, the, a Trekboer family who were literally named the Brits. <laughs> okay. Um, it's not they, just a they, clever name. <laughs> so they decided to like set down actual roots and so they built themselves a little A-frame house with a thatched roof and that was the first like structure within this location. Okay. Um so then in 1846 
Major Henry Douglas Warren, who had a very long Wikipedia page explaining a lot about wars that I didn't understand. Cool. Yep. Uh, but so he bought the house from the Brits. And at this point, the Brits uh, have merged with another local family and they are now the Brits Blomfontaine family. Oh. So it's literally the family that this whole area is now based off of because it was originally this family's farm. Gotcha. It's a lot of interest. Okay, this makes sense. Yeah. So this British guy bought it from these white African people. Um, and he was like, your house of straw is garbage. I'm going to tear it down and put up a house of bricks. Oh, the three little pigs. Yeah. Oh, smart. Hand over hand over there's, hand. There's, there's over an pig. ass load of uh, goddamn wolves down there, and they have got breathing problems. <laughs> They're so asthmatic. Yeah. Uh, so he built a house of sun-dried bricks. Um, and then in 1854, the uh, British abandoned the area. They were like, JK, peace out. We didn't want to live here anyway. Pretty much. Um, and so the Boer Republic took over um, the area. And they're like, we've now established our own government. And we are an independent state. Good for um, them. And they were like, hey, this is a big fancy brick house here. So we're definitely going to take this over. And they called the house the residency. And it was where um, they put their heads of state. Okay. Because it was like the biggest, nicest house around. The thing that's great about that. the only house around. They're like, well, (laughs) not a pile of dirt. The greatest thing about that name is how descriptive it is. Yeah, the, the residency. residency. Because Later that's called re- the presidency. Yeah, it rhymes. It does a it, look. It's doing a lot of work. This it, name. It hits on all levels. It really. really does. It checks all the boxes. <laughs> so they were like, "This is a great fancy house, and we should definitely put like the president of our our bludgeoning bludgeoning young nation here. Bludgeoning, um, bludgeoning, <laughs> young, bludgeoning nation. young nation. Yep, I mean, this nation is beating me about the head with its fists. Give it a half. I feel like it's more being beaten about the head with fists. But we're going to get to it. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so then uh, by 1860, they were like, this house that we moved the president into because it's so fancy is actually not that fancy. So we should build a fancier house. Oh. So then the Volkskrab, which yep. is basically their young government's like parliamentary system. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're so like they're, yeah. So their Congress of the Orange Free State approved 800 pounds to build a new building. Okay. Um, so then they built this new building and they were like, this is amazing. And then by 1880, so 20 years later, this brand new building they built, they were like, uh, these bricks are really expensive to upkeep because they keep fucking falling apart. So we should actually build like a bigger, newer, fancier Oh my God. Oh. Uh, Why didn't they they use non-shitty bricks? I, well, they're going to get to that. Oh, okay. It took them a couple tries to figure, they're a brand new nation. They got to learn by, by By trial and error. Look, we are a new bludgeoning nation and we need (laughs) to figure out. What the right thing to hit people with. And it's hard bricks, not these brittle bricks. We need these bricks to hit people in the face with, so we're going to need to build a new building so we can repurpose these bricks. Right. Hell yes. Recycling. I like it. Yes. They're upcycling the bricks. Mm -hmm. For sure. Um, So they have this contest... Uh, and the the prize is like a hundred dollars uh, to w- if you win and you design this house. So the firm that won was Lennox Canning and Goad, which apparently is a very fancy architectural firm out of Johannesburg, which has designed a bunch of fancy important buildings all over South Africa. I thought it was a cannery. <laughs> I know, right? I was Lennox like a canning, canning company. Who the fuck? <laughs> we no, made it look like a ball firm. mason jar. It's beautiful hell yeah people love <laughs> it's a lot of shiplap so much shiplap <laughs> wayne's so calling much shiplap uh so they submitted this design that won the contest then they were like great 
uh, here's your budget of like $10,000 to build it or pounds or yeah. whatever their currency is. Uh, and the, the architects were like, yeah, no, there's no way we can build this building for that budget. So they had to revise the winning design. Oh my God. Oh no. And like make it super less fancy. Yeah. And then they finally got it down on like a third or fourth revision to a level that they were like, we can build this for 12,000 instead oh. of 10,000. And the country was like, I guess so. It's fine. We're tired of you revising. But I was like, you did not know how to run your contest. No, that was bad. There was no written yeah. rules. You were not uh, managing it. Oh, the idea is, like, did, did they not tell them what the what the budget constraint no, was when they? they... I think assume they did. I didn't read the fine print of Look, the contest. rules were not made available on the internet. I just love the idea that they were looking at this thing and somebody drew this picture of this beautiful house. It's got like spaceships coming out of it, <laughs> fucking a moat with a bunch of sharks and shit, like fucking seventeen stories tall. Like, this is amazing, and we like it's only going to cost twelve grand. Ten grand. <laughs> fucking idiots. And then they were like, oh, no, 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 no. Holy we can't build this for anywhere close. Oh, no. We can this build is you a, a house. This yeah. is a billion dollar spaceship, right? And yeah. like what they end up with is just like a normal suburban house somewhere. <laughs> in. They're, they're like, look, this budget doesn't even cover one of your laser sharks. So yeah. we're really going to have to make some cuts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you um, want? The house or the laser shark? You, you want, want the laser shark. shark. Every yeah. time. Every laser time you shark. take laser well, sharks. Clearly the Orange Free State said, no, we want the house. Yeah, well, they decided on the house. And that, and now we know why South Africa yeah. is the way it is. <laughs> so then, by eighteen eighty-six, no so, by eighteen eighty-six, so that's six years later, uh, the building was officially finished. And the first, uh, the president who was like, "Hey, his name is President Brand." He was like, "Hey, I need a newer, fancier president house." So he actually got to move in and live in it. He was one of the presidents that lived there. And over uh, the next couple years, over uh, three different presidents lived within this house. Oh. So it was like their White House for a while. Um, And then in uh, 1900, uh, the... Anglo Boer, the second Anglo Boer -Boer War started. I think I like looked into it briefly for a reason. And I was like, I've, there's too much politics here. I mean, basically, the like very, very quick and dirty version of it is locals found a bunch of gold and diamonds within the land. And then the British were like, oh, just kidding. We never meant to give you this land back. We're coming back to reclaim it. Oh, okay. War. War. Okay. That's what happened. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, so then the British took over. And then from 1901 to 1910, it was the home of the governor of the Orange River Colony, which was basically like the British version of this old African Republic. Okay. Um, and then by 1910, the British, I assumed, stole all of the gold and diamonds and fucked back off to Britain. And yeah, like, they were like, oh, you know what? Actually, we um, we didn't want this land. You yeah, can exactly. Have it back. What we wanted was I- all the cool shit in it. <laughs> I assume they just raped and pillaged the land for 10 years and then fucked back off to Britain. Oh, yeah, because when there then, was no more left. Yeah, because then it, or the, like, the locals forced them out. I'm not sure. I didn't, it was a lot of wars it, that I had absolutely no context for. Yeah. Sure. Um, so then by 1910, um, the uh, the Orange River area, the whole Orange River area, which includes Blomfontein, <laughs> um, was absorbed into the Union of South Africa. So now it's part of South Africa, which okay. is now a country. Um, so then over the years, uh, like then and then it like became the judicial capital, but it stopped being where the president lived. But like the president didn't move back in after the British took over in 1900. Okay, so it was hmm. never the president's house again. Oh, did the um, president say why? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe bad memories. That motherfucker needed more ship lap. the place up. I don't He's, know. He was really uh, missing the laser sharks. This I dude, mean, I, he's like, he's like, look, 
I prefer a Tudor style, and all of this ranch style is just not going to do it for yeah, me. Yeah, like this is old, this is a Victorian, and I was really looking for more of like a craftsman open plan style. Right, right. Um, so so I, I assume it's because they actually moved the capital wasn't in Bloemfontana anymore. It mm. like moved to Cape Town. So right. I assume that's why the president doesn't live there anymore. I don't actually know. <laughs> you know what? Believe it or not, I'm not a South African historian. So what? <laughs> you may be shocked to learn. I'm very. Um so after Welcome the, to after Booze Brews and <laughs> South African South History. History. South Africa. Um, so then over the years, this building has served as a lot of uh, locations for a lot of different things. So it was an annex for a local girl's school at one point. Okay. An um, anus? Annex. So oh, like I thought an you said overflow. an anus. I was like, is it's that... It's like an anus? Is it, yeah, I was going to say, is that a South African anus? <laughs> is that just a pronunciation? Like a, it's a very spicy, uh, like dark, peppery thing, anus. Yep. Star anus. Um, I no, like the joke. An- it was an annex for a local girl school, and then it was the headquarters for the Orange Free State Command, which is basically a branch of the South African Army. Okay. Best I could explain it in America terms. I dig um, it. Then it was a hostel for, quote, normal college students. Not weirdos. Not weirdos? Which, you have to have showered to, like, get into this hostel? Well, it was capitalized, so then I had to look it up, and there was a girl's college called the normal school oh but it literally God. wikipedia literally no hyperlink just says hostel Nor- for normal college students and you're just like well what what's in, what makes <laughs> what's it a normal a, college what's a proper now normal college student yeah that qualifier is very strange <laughs> yeah um so then it was the offices of the orange free state uh public library Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's like the headquarters for the state library. And then it became a venue for their National Performing Arts Center. Oh, cool. Oh, nice. Um, so it oh, is currently uh, used as a museum slash art gallery slash theater. So it's still a like public works building. Um, uh, the museum part has all been redone within the Victorian style from back when it was the House of the Presidency. That's mm-hmm. why they call the House the Presidency now. I see. Um, so it... The museum focuses on those three men who had their presidential terms whilst in this building. Okay. Cool. Um, and it's like existed the way that it currently exists from, uh, I think, I think in the mid 80s is oh. when it became like what it currently is. What a great okay. year. Um, and their website seems to say that it is open on weekdays, which I don't know that that is accurate, but. It shouldn't be open. <laughs> well, I guess yeah. we'll find out. Hey, <laughs> listeners, take a quick trip. Actually, don't take try it. Take a quick trip just to pop South down Africa to, during a pandemic. Just pop on by. See what happens. Yeah, just, just ask Siri for driving directions to Blumpontana. And see what, and tell us what I, you get. I'm sure it will work. I'm sure of it. Um, so as you can imagine, this house is like one of this area of South Africa's oldest houses. And they, in every iteration of this building, they didn't ever have a lot of money to build it, obviously. Right. So they never redid the foundation. So the foundation goes back to that original, not the A-frame uh, house, but the like original stone brick house. Oh, shoot. Uh, they just kept expanding and building off of that original foundation. So there's a lot of ghostiness baked in over the years. Really? I mean, that mm-hmm. just is... Oh, there's, there's a lot of baking going on here. There's so much in the hot South African sun. Mm-hmm. So there's a bunch of ghosts. Um, so I'm just going to give you a rundown of a couple of them. Daga. So the ghost of President Brand. Again, President Brand was the one who was like, I Number need a bigger, one. fancier president house. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so he and he has a suite in the museum. They have like the chair that sat behind his presidential desk. They have the bed that he slept in while he lived in that house. It's all like done oh. in this very old 
uh, like 1800 1880s style okay um funny side note it's all like old antique dark woods with um like this gorgeous like dark eggplant purple and like touches of gray and silver and i was like this is basically my living room if you threw like a buttercup couch in there it would basically be my fucking living room congratulations you have a very south african um uh, like style, aesthetic. Aesthetic. Yeah. i'm here for it i was it's gonna gorgeous. say you know the next time that the president of south africa is here you should really put him up at your place i think you feel very at home i'm sure i'm sure They'll be like, oh my gosh, this is just like the museum. This looks just like the museum I've never been to. You don't know that. Because the president doesn't live in this city anymore. Well, he could still go and like take political stops. This man knows his history. He loves his country. He knows his interior design history. Yes, absolutely. Like America, we got the green room, the blue room, the red room, oval office. Yeah, if I had a circular house, I would invite the president to come be here. Hell yeah. And then I'd beat him. And this, I I think that's illegal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so President Brand is one of the ghosts that I said to uh, inhabit the house. So people say that like a lot of people are like, oh, I can like feel his presence within the room. There's not a lot of stories of like him specifically like no one sees his ghostly visage or uh-huh. anything. Okay. But people are just like, I'm getting a sense that like he's here and he's hanging out and like things move around the rooms a little bit. I was going to ask, how do, they, how do they get a sense that it's his presence? Like what? I don't know, but they have done within, because it is his room with all his actual old furniture. Mm-hmm. So, and it, it it's in the room that used to be his bedroom. He's like really um, judgy of all the changes they've made. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, he's so into interior design. They've done a lot of like psychics have gone to try and talk to him and stuff, and they've gotten some EVPs, and none of them are really good. But there's one um, that like someone was explaining in a website that apparently is fairly clear, and with in his voice that people say like that sounded like what his speaking voice sounded like. Mm-hmm. You can very clearly hear him say, "Please take care of my country." Whoa! Oh, which like he was the first president of this new of the bludgeoning nation. Yeah, this so. bludge. You just want to be able to... He was like there George Washington for a couple years. I like so that. you want people to take care of his country. Ta- what um, a sweet man. I hope yeah. President Cyril, Cyril Huispis is currently taking care of South Africa. I know nothing um, about it. I like how you looked that up, though. I did. His <laughs> first name is Cyril. Cyril Huispis. Cyril. There was a lot of, like, Johans and stuff. So I was like, I'm just going to go with President Brand. Johan, yeah. Um, yeah. He's got a whole berg. <laughs> it's got Holberg. Wow. Because um, there's so, so then, many. Uh, it's Johan. There's many, many Johans. Is a Johannes Berg. And it's Johannes Berg. You see how we got there? <laughs> These are the jokes, people. Ah, this is the content you tune in for. <laughs> Yikes. So some of the other ghosts are tied to when it was a, a school for normal college students. Oh, for normals. Um, and like before that, when it was an annex for that girl's school, these ghosts are exceptionally boring. They don't do anything. White sheets floating around. (laughs) Um, so, and there's stories of like some of the girls when it was a hostel for the normal school, some girls died there. Mm -hmm. Um, so one girl they know in particular died there that she uh, got got pregnant Uh, out of wedlock, which was like not a great thing to happen to her. And so she decided it's not normal. No, I mean, it was maybe a little too normal for that time. I think that's the uh, problem. uh, So she decided, sadly, decided to take her own life. Ooh. Um, And so she she hanged herself outside of her room. Um, And some people say that, like, some days you'll see the shadow of a body hanging from that tree. No, thank you. Yeah. I mean, she... 
she wanted out. She found a way out. Sure. But apparently she's still there, which is like not great. Yeah, no, she wanted um, out, but not completely out. She still wanted like a <laughs> foot in the door. Hang around for a little, a little bit, bit, literally. Literally. She wanted to hang around late, literally hang around. Yep. Jesus. Wow. Yeah, that was a that was a bad joke. Um so so most of the ghostiness that comes from the girls' school is just generally like they'll hear like girls chatter in a hallway as mm. if like a group of girls are walking through a hallway together. Oh my god, did um, you see what Steve was wearing the other day? Oh my, oh my god. god. I totally did. Do you think Billy likes me? Hey girls, <laughs> it's me, Steve. Did you see what I was wearing the other night? I look rad. <laughs> I went to the football and My name's game. Steve and I go to the normal girls' school. Yeah. To hit on chicks. I go to the normal girl school so I can see boobs. Because I'm a normal girl. Because I'm a normal no, I'm a normal boy who likes normal girls with boobs. With normal boobs. Yep. Super Not normal. weird ones. Boobs and bruise and eyes. <laughs> normal um, But the most active ghost within the facility is the ghost of a woman named Esmeralda. And mm. Esmeralda was the caretaker, sort of like den mother for the girls at the normal school. Um, for years and years and years. And she's very, like, chatty on EVPs. She's definitely an intelligent haunting. She knows she's a ghost. She knows she's still hanging out. Okay. Um, so Esmeralda, like, hangs around, uh, takes care of the space, like, likes to tidy up if people leave a mess. She also, if a group of ghost hunting, uh, ghost hunters come in and they're all men, she'll ask them to leave. Wow. Get out, Steve. You're not supposed to be in here, Steve. Out. Normal girls only. Only. Normal (laughs) girls. Well, but what if I wanted to see them? And I was... No. I'm you very respectful. You have to make a reservation to I, see no, them. Get out. Get I brought out. along a telescope with which to scope their boobs. No. It's called This is a very scope. authentic South African accent you're this doing is, right I'm now. from South Africa, and what I enjoy are women's boobs. Normal boobs. Normal boobs. <laughs> wow. So Esmeralda is not just seen within the building itself. She's actually seen all over the grounds as well. Um, so in the back, there are stables because it used to be the president's house. So there's a lot of like comings and goings. They had horses. Um, so they people will, whilst being outside, sometimes in the bright, sunny daylight, they will hear horse noises. Oh. Uh, they will sometimes hear a carriage come, like Doppler effect, like hear it come, hear it go. Oh, and there it goes. And <laughs> there, are even, <laughs> there are even stories of like feeling the wind of the carriage brush past them as they hear it pass. Wow. Horse farts, horse farts. I That's call it horse it farts. It's just a sudden warm wind. I don't know where that came from. Um, and sometimes, whilst you'll hear these carriage noises, you will also hear Esmeralda like directing the carriages where to go. Whoa. Like she's so she's like HBIC even as a ghost. She's like I'm in charge of this fucking place. Yeah, I tell you where you park your ghost carriage. I dig it. She's you know what? Somebody needs to manage all of the ghosts, and who better she's than Esmeralda? She's a ghost Esmeralda, crossing guard. Right? Hashtag feminism. Making sure that the normal ghosts don't get hit by ghost carriages. Carriages. (laughs) You will be happy to know that Esmeralda does not haunt this place alone, though. She is often seen in the company of her beloved black dog. Yay! Oh, good. I'm glad the black dog stayed with her. She had a big dog that lived with her while she was a caregiver at some point. Um, And now the dog will still hang out. They'll hear his little crunchy footprints on the gravel uh, driveway. And then they hear Robert Plant go, hey, hey! Never mind. (laughs) Gonna make you bark. Gonna make you poo. (laughs) Um, So sometimes you'll hear the dog bark, and then you'll hear Esmeralda like tell the dog not to bark. Whoa. Ooh, I like this. 
Um, and like the dog just helps her while she's like directing the carriage traffic and stuff. And um, I found some firsthand accounts um, on the Way Way Back Machine from a guy's blog whose name is Joe. Joe Blinehart. Yep. Sure. Joe. Yeah. Joe. Sure. Who said, uh, which I think wraps up a lot of our thoughts about ghosts as well. He said, I quoteth. Uh, a lot of people have heard the dogs bark from inside the house as well. And as long as it doesn't ghost bite me in the butt, I'll keep loving dogs. That's right. <laughs> and even if it does ghost bite me in the butt, I'll realize I'll I probably like it. stepped on its tail or something like an <laughs> asshole. Because they're so all let, good dogs. <laughs> so go check this out. Listen yeah. for the carriages. Try and find the dog. Don't let him ghost bite you in the butt. <laughs> I dig it. I love it. This has been lovely. <laughs> That's my story of haunted Africa. Yay! Sweet. Well, hang around for a minute, everybody. I'll yell at you for approximately uh, 30 seconds to a minute, and then we'll come back and we'll get another story. It'll be great. You're going to love it. Hey, everybody. It's your old pal, South African Steve, and I'm here to represent the Booze and Bruce podcast. Hey, guess what? We're still doing free-for-all Friday shows because sometimes it's Ghost Adventures and sometimes old engineer Bob yells at you. So if you have a suggestion for free-for-all Fridays, you should send an email to boozeandbrucepodcast at gmail.com with your suggestion. Just make sure you tell us how you're staying safe and socially distanced. Also, if you want to support the show, you should go to Patreon, patreon.com slash boozeandbruce, where they have show sketches and Engineer Bob does audio and video episodes. A bunch of new ones just went up like a day ago. They're really great. Also, they have a bunch of social great social media websites. They've got a Twitter at Booze and Bruce. They got a Facebook at Booze and Bruce. And they got an Instagram at Booze and Bruce Podcast. Awesome! Now I'm gonna go look at some super normal boobs and you can go enjoy the show. If I see that bug again, I'm gonna smash it. I'm gonna stop the show just to kill a bug. I'm gonna turn this Don't- show right around. Don't stop the show. Just it's all content, man. Everything's yeah. just content. People need to hear me knock all the beer glasses off of the TV or table. <laughs> the TV. I, sure. People would enjoy that, I think. And then a lot of swearing as like beer goes flying everywhere. Oh, shut it. A lot of you being like Bob. God damn it, Bob. Oh, there he is. I I did see him fly across my. Oh man. I thought he was going to land on my microphone, but he didn't. That bug is super excited to hear your haunted Africa. He really story. is. That he's bug, tuning in. Came in close. That His bug tiny ears having trouble hearing it. Really he is all about it. He's all about the Baron or and she or they or they? neither or. Mm-hmm. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. We don't. The bug. Oh, we don't know how it identifies. We just know it loves fucking. And South Africa, it's or Africa in general. <laughs> and Africa, not South Africa, because the bug wants to hear about Baron and Payne Palace. Yes. Baron and Payne Palace. Baron, Baron and Pain. It's E-M-P-A-I-N. M. Okay. Payne. And oh, Payne. Baron. I thought you said Baron like Baron Trump and Payne like Kurt So Good Palace. Mm-hmm. Baron as in Baron Trump and Payne. <laughs> like he is the a Baron. Hold on. We'll explain the name. Great. Uh, so our story of this haunted Egyptian palace, because let's not forget, Ooh. gentle listeners, Egypt's in Africa. That's true. That's some good geography. I saw some TikTok and they're like, you fool, Egypt's not in Africa. And I'm just like, oh, God. Where is it then, motherfucker? <laughs> it doesn't exist. Vanessa. It's in Egypt. It's in the Egypt part of Egypt. It's in, yeah, it's in the continent of Egypt. Have you ever seen Egypt? No. No, no you haven't. Exist. You've seen pictures that were given to you by NASA. Uh-oh. Was NASA Uh-oh. supplied with money by? Department of Defense. Have you ever Egypt seen doesn't Egypt's, exist. <laughs> have you ever seen Egypt's birth certificate? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see Egypt's long-form birth certificate. <laughs> written by the pharaohs. Egypt can't be president of the United I'm States. I'm Hotep. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, yes, this, the, the beginnings of our Egyptian palace story actually start in Belgium, of all places. Well, that's not in Africa. It's not in Africa. Belgium, the most African of the European nations. Yeah, it is. <laughs> no. so, <laughs> oh, fuck. So, Edward... I don't know, delicious chocolate, coffee, friendly people? Maybe, maybe I don't know. Huh? Checks Ed- out. Edward Louis. Do you guys have lions in Belgium? Let us know. We have listeners over there. L- L- uh, lion beer? Anything? Anything? Who knows? Do you have lions on your flag? No, you just have colors on your flag. Boring. Um, Edward Louis Louis Joseph Baron of Empain uh, was born in 1852 to a middle class family. Uh, but good old Eddie would embrace the Belgian dream and during his life would become a very wealthy businessman. Hmm. But he was like a baron. Yes. So fun fact, the baron. He was born middle class, but fa- but royalty. Two seconds. I'm going to explain it to you. The okay. baron of Empain, a uh, title that he held, was actually created specifically for him by King Leopold II of Belgium in 1907. Oh, that was nice oh. Because of his contributions of to society. Oh, oh he contributed so many like, things to the Belgish. Uh, he's well, like been knighted by the queen. Essentially, he's been knighted by King Leopold. What did what did he contribute? Did he contribute chocolates and lions? He didn't. The path to he invented the chocolate lion. No, the path to Eddie's fortune lies very close to your heart. Delicious and terrifying. (laughs) No, no, no. The uh, the path to Eddie's fortune lies close to your heart, Engineer Bob. Oh shit! In trains. Oh. Whoa! I know. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. I just lost the episode. No, Everybody not- shut up. My <laughs> wife is talking about trains. You have a black dog ghost. You're fine. I did write it down. Yeah. It's one of the things I like. Um, We're going to see how good this train story is. So just <laughs> buckle up. No. So seeing as how there wasn't a good railway system linking the uh, Belgian countryside where he lived with yes. larger cities. Yes. He and his brother Francois took matters into their own hands and started a railroad development construction company. Incredible. Okay. How many trains did they do? Lots of trains. They so, fucked oh so my God. trains. <laughs> Their railway, uh, linking Liege to Jemep, yep, uh, got the attention of the French, who were like, oh, uh, that is a real good uh, train line that you've built there. We <laughs> appreciate your ability to make a choo-choo. French the trains, get out of here French with that shit. French choo-choo, would you like to come over to France and uh, build us uh, a choo-choo? I pay you in brie and baguettes. I hope you do not mind. Yeah, I don't love the French, but I would take that as payment. <laughs> Cheesy bread right? sounds That's pretty good, real, right? That's real good cheesy bread too. Yeah. Real good, and some like probably some high quality jam for that too. Mm. And then you have to like top it all off with like the champagne from like the proper area in France and stuff. Oh, or some wine. Oh, give me some wine. Not on this podcast. Fuck you. Taking it back to Belgium, having them Belgian beers. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, they're like, we could use a real good train. So they hired the Impains, who developed several railway lines in France, the most notable being the Paris Metro. Oh. oh. Heard of it? I've been on that. I've I never been too. on it, but I am aware of Paris, and I do know that they have trains. Yes, they do. Uh, so Eddie continued uh, amassing his fortune in trains, and in 1880 said, you know what? Fuck it. I am really sick of me having to depend on all these banks to fund my train projects. I'm going to start my own bank to fund my own train projects. So he did. Um, and I think the bank still exists. I think. Oh, wow. Is it the like first Belgian bank of train? Yeah, I was about, I almost made the same fucking joke. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> 
It is the first Belgian bank of trade. How did you know? <laughs> um, and then he also kept expanding the train business, starting companies um, in Russia, China, the Congo, and Egypt. And now oh. we have made it to Egypt. Now we've made it to Africa. Twice. We, twice. Hell yeah. Now we're back. Uh, so Eddie we arrived. probably took a train there. I bet he did. Uh, Eddie arrived in Cairo in 1904 with the intent of rescuing a failing project. Now, while that project did fail, he saw so much potential in the city of Cairo. Um, and that potential, again, was in the form of more trains. Love it. And yes. a, And a whole new town. Uh, so These Egyptians, they got pyramids, they got camels, they got pharaohs. You know what they don't have? Trains. trains. And he, he's also expanding. So right now he's like, you know what? I've been too laser focused on these trains. I've been too laser shark focused. I've been too laser shark focused on trains. I also want to expand my business into maybe building some sort of nice city or something where like I could just have like luxury and it could be like a it resort could be a city town that you could get trains. to by train. Places that trains could live. <laughs> Four trains by trains. trains. It's like, yeah. Thomas the Tank Engine. Futu. 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 <laughs> wow. What the hell? Foot There it is. I it's was like, it's boot. I was boot. like, Anyway, so Eddie bought 25 square kilometers of land from Egypt in 1906. And no his, one knows how much that is. It's a big square. No one understands a kilometer. No, fucking kilometers. Three miles or something. Who cares? Who, Who cares? knows? No one cares. No one does. Uh, and his company, I mean, Europeans do, but... Uh, and his company well, started. Well, they know. Yeah, they know. Yeah, they they're, already know. They're like, oh yeah, I know exactly what that size is. And our American you listeners are like, stupid Meh. dumb Americans. I am enjoying my train and my brilliant jam sandwich. And my, <laughs> and my baguette and brilliant wine. Wine. Uh, so, and his stu- uh, company started constructing what would eventually become Heliopolis. 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 Sure. Yep. Sure. And anyway, it feels a little appropriate. The city of the, of the sun. Greeks, the city of okay. the sun. I, I had a stroke a couple times while trying to pronounce that. That's um, fine. But Heliopolis, I like to say it like that, Heliopolis. Uh, Heliopolis. Yes, it developed it as a, quote, city of luxury and leisure with its Ooh. own water system, its own draining system. So it's got sewers and it's got water, Did you know that in Heliopolis you can poop Anywhere, and it always gets out of anywhere. And it always goes to the poor part always, of town. Yep, yeah. always goes right to where the poor people live. You know, I was like, this feels very like eat the rich sort of first class city situation. Hundred percent is what it is. Loving it. Yeah, I mean, this guy Eddie came to Egypt. He came to Cairo, and he fell in love with the city. And he was like, you know what, this needs is like a very fancy part of town. That could, <laughs> I love this city. You know what I should do? Change everything about it. Change it all up. Like he's he liked the big expanse, but he's like, what this place is lacking is European luxury. So what if it was let Cairo, me build something with European but luxury. But not. <laughs> right. What if this city was completely different and better? Yeah. What if I built it on rock and roll? Done. And that's done. Done. <laughs> um, it had, yeah, electricity, hotels, and recreational amenities, and even rental housing. So those wealthier Egyptians white people? can move in and live in, in Heliopolis. Uh, so the centerpiece of the little town, uh, which is today a uh, affluent suburb of Cairo. So after the city was kind of taken back by a couple different um, uprisings, 
and revolutions, it's now been sort of, because it was its own city. Like, and now it's part of Cairo, but it isn't still to this day an affluent suburb. So it's still okay. kind of kept that whole affluent thing about it. Sweet. Um, so, but the, the centerpiece of this suburb, it was the Baron's home. Uh, in a DS- It was a train. It is in the shape of a train. No, it's it's not in the shape of a train. It is in a shape uh, and uses architecture that makes no sense. So oh. in addition oh, to like, the- Is it like a Greek Colosseum? No. This is exciting. Uh, close. Uh, he was, Eddie was an admirer of Indian architecture. So why not bring his love of Egypt and his love of Indian architecture together into a house? Hiring why a- not? Hiring a French architect, the palace was built. He hired a French guy to build an Indian house in Egypt. Yeah, we following. It's we a whole it? United States of Benetton thing going on. Yeah, over there. man, this, this, is this is multiculturalism at its UN. best. This is the precursor to the UN. Hell yeah, this is the UN of League train of houses. League of Nations? No, no, no. Hell no, no, no. no. Get this out of man, here. the Baron and Payne. Yeah, the Baron of trains. The ba- train That's Baron. That's what's up. Uh, Yes, so the palace was built in the style of a Hindu temple with hints of old Odisha temples from Cambodia just sprinkled in. Oh, just a little sprinkle into the Bodia. Just a little sprinkle, sprinkle of the Cambodias. Just uh, a little prinkle, sprinkle. <laughs> prinkle, sprinkle. There's prinkle scans just stacked top Pringles to bottom. And elephants it's, and Hindu goddesses. It's uh, Yeah, we'll get to them in a minute. Uh, so the palace is made entirely out of concrete and Pringles cans. Uh, Hell and yeah, Pringles brutalist. Cans. What's up? That's on the inside. Uh, it has two floors, quote, grand staircases, multiple living areas, a library, and bedroom suites. Ooh, bedroom mm. suites. Uh, the walls inside were painted with scenes from Hindu mythology. The doorknobs were made of gold. And the main tower where Eddie had his office was built in such a way that it could rotate 360 degrees so Eddie could have direct sunlight all day long. He's got like a goddamn wizard tower. He really Hell built yeah. himself a wizard tower because he liked the sunlight so much. Did he have a cool train set? I'm going to say yes. Hell yeah. I mean, he's still building trains at this point. This dude is great. He was like great. had a whole G-gauge set up in the, in the basement. For, I think they yeah. had the idea that his office was set up that as a little train that would drive around during the day just very slowly so he could have that sun. Yeah, like yeah. he did the train whistle every hour on the hour. Choo, yeah. choo, choo. I'm going to say yes. Uh, outside uh, on the palace grounds uh, were reliefs uh, carved in the shape of Hindu gods, uh, the Hindu gods Krishna, Hanuman, and Vishnu. Sure. Yep. Okay. You got two of those, right? Thank you. <laughs> what was the one I mispronounced? I don't know. I made that up. I don't know anything. <laughs> the middle one. Well, God damn it, Bob. Uh, the gardens had statues of other Hindu gods and sexy scenes from the Kama Sutra. I wonder if there was Kama Sutra shit coming up. This dude made a train fuck palace. (laughs) He made a train bang palace. Yes. And what does any of that have to do? I love they all call him an amateur Egyptologist. And I'm like, but what what does this Hindu temple have anything to do with Egypt? It doesn't. It's in Egypt, idiot. But it looks like India. He bought a big part of Egypt. He bought a huge part of it and put trains in India in it. He bought, he bought like, a huge part of it. He, he bought, bought a neighborhood and fuckable city. gods. Yes. No, I'm not buying it, you guys. Um, nope. The home. Yeah, this all feels very appropriate. 
I did think about writing he culturally appropriated uh, Indian yeah. culture and brought it to India where he is a Belgish man set yeah. up shop. Yeah. Um, but no, and in addition, the home saw many a uh, party entertained many uh, hoity-toity guests, including the king of Egypt, um, European royals, and American millionaires. Oh, he so, did not invite any Indian people, though. No. That's a little weird. Why would they do that? Because he was afraid, and he knew they Look, would be like, that's liked, wrong, that's wrong, He liked the buildings. Wrong. He didn't like the people, okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's get this clear. He's a bit of an asshole. Um, so while Eddie died in Belgium in 1929, the Payne family continued to live at the palace for two more generations. Yeah, why the fuck not? Right? Uh, the family did leave Egypt following the revolution in 1952, and yeah, the house was that sold. That tracks. Yeah. And the house was sold to uh, Saudi investors in 1957. That also tracks. Yep. Uh, they left the house. Now, the Saudis... Uh, tried to sell the house for like $50 million and no one was biting because it's this weird Hindu temple in the middle of Egypt. Yeah, yeah, that also makes sense. Tracks, um, so they owned it. Also tracks, he has a train joke. Wow, that's good. That's good. Yeah, it's no. also a train joke. And Vanessa's like, I walked into it and I didn't even know it. I know, slow shake You two the are the fucking worst. This is a great show and you're just not, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> Um, so they held on to it from 1957 until 2005. Oh, because they just couldn't sell that they shit. They just couldn't sell it. So they I bet you a dollar that was on Airbnb. It wasn't. They never asked they, me. Well, no, they left it completely to the elements. So after a oh. while, people oh, no. broke into the the house. They took all the, everything. All the trains are gone. All the... All they the stole, all, all they the Kama all Sutra the doorknobs. I was yeah. gonna say all the Kama Sutra topiaries of like overgrown, so <laughs> now they look like these fucking Cthuloids sucking no, each other's dicks. They don't even do that <laughs> because giant giant topiaries in the shape of dicks. Yeah. <laughs> no, because vandals and miscreant youths knocked all of the boobies off of all of the statues and then oh, took no, them to their homes. Stole their tits. <laughs> so they're titless statues. They My have no tits. Miscreant youths steal breasts boobies. from local. Statues. Tonight at nine. my totally normal breasts. <laughs> hey, it's me. It's Steve South Africa. <laughs> I'm in Egypt today. I, I'm in Egypt today because I've heard about an incredible train fuck palace. Where did all the normal boobs go? <laughs> You're going to have to find the miscreant youth, Steve. I'm on. The, it's me. I'm Steve South Africa and I'm on the case. I'm on the hunt for normal rock boobs. <laughs> Oh my. I would watch a TV show where Steve South Africa tries to decipher what happened to these boobs. Yes. Yes. He yeah, would. he just he just rides the rails around Africa investigating boob related crimes. Yep. He's going door to door. Hey, do you have any stone boobs at your house? And he just gets hit in the face. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hi, I'm Steve South Africa. I was just wanting to check in on your boobs and make sure you still had them. Are they normal? Are they normal? Do you have can I see them? All right, just check just it in. Check I feel like there's what? something they're not telling me. I returned in the middle of the night to scope out the boobs. I have worked for years to build my credibility. credibility. <laughs> my my boobability. <laughs> my my boobability. Boobability. Uh, but yes, so I'm vandals. trying to imagine the kind of tools that they would use to go boob hunting now. It's like geomagnetism, that doesn't matter. Binoculars. Just Bin straight just up binoculars. Binoculars and like... <laughs> That's it. That's all you need. And hands. Yeah, and then his hands. And That's his hands. about it. It's a very hands-on yeah, investigation. Good. <laughs> oh, 
Uh, These are definitely normal boots. Definitely normal boots. Steve South Africa's wanted in every African country. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he's he's a sex offender in nine countries. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, worth it. I'm a detective, goddammit. I can't go back to Kenya, but like, I I cracked the case. He's like being charged in the UN for like hate crimes. And they're like he hates women like no i no. really love their I normal boobs just love yeah. normal boobs so anyway back to the miscreant using the vandals <laughs> they have uh, broken into the house they've stolen anything of value inside and they have graffitied the place um so in 2005 the egyptian government finally managed to take it off of the uh, saudi investors hands they inquired it and they were going to fix it up and make it into a place where people can come and visit so they started doing so in i want to say 2010 um unfortunately the arab spring in 2012 put a pause on that because the person who started the construction was actually the former president's uh mubarak's uh wife so when they got Mm. tossed out they had to say bye-bye because this palace is right next door to where they lived which is why she took such a keen interest on it Got it. So anyway. She just wanted to give those statues their boobs back. She really did. She's like, I need Steve back in Egypt. Um, I was contacted by a man named Stephen Africa. <laughs> Africa comma he south? He told me of an epidemic of boob theft. <laughs> so they picked the... I am very concerned and have made this my political platform. Yeah. So She's like giving this impassioned speech in front of the UN. These days of boob theft have gone on too long. Too long. Nipple-related crimes must cease. Hear, hear, hear. And they're like, the whole crowd's like, yes, hear, hear. And Angela like, Merkel tearfully applauding in the audience. <laughs> beautiful. Donald Trump is like finally interested in foreign politics. Yeah, yeah. he's like, oh, what? We need to do something about the boobs. I, I can't, I don't do an impression. This is actually what inspired him These to boobs, be- they're huge. Tremendous. Tremendous. It's what inspired him because this was in 2012. And this is like when he started talking about becoming president. So he heard is, about these he boobs. He heard and about he's like, the boobs. He's like, this is foreign policy. I can grow. Barack Hussein Obama's not doing anything about the boobs. Yeah. <laughs> he was I, like, boobs are being stolen. Law and order. Yes, <laughs> law and order. <laughs> so anyway. Um, I want to say that they picked the reconstruction, not the reconstruction, but the renovation back up in 2017. And I want to say that it did open to the public in 2019. Uh, it does look a lot different. And then they- closed to the public in 2020. In 2020. <laughs> um, I want to say it was, you know, just this very beige, like concrete, like they didn't. But Oh, no, they covered over all the Kama Sutra walls. I think they did. And they also painted the exterior. So it's a bit darker than it was when it was originally built. Boo. So people uh, are just like, hard you to didn't do it the right way. They're probably hard to primer over all those dicks. Yeah. yeah. You just need to, you know what, paint it a darker color. It was all done yeah. in bas relief, so you can still see the outline of the shaft as you're attempting <laughs> right. to paint were, over it. They were frescoes directly into the plaster. Yeah, we yeah. got we really gotta stucco this motherfucker. These dicks are erect. <laughs> <laughs> These dicks aren't going anywhere. <laughs> These dicks are ready for the weekend. <laughs> These dicks are ready for the weekend. <laughs> 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 I wish you could see his face when he said that too because he's like Vanessa might get this joke I gotta, I was, I gotta get this joke out before she gets the joke I was, I was two seconds behind you with it. 
It was a good joke, though. It was a good joke. You both should have stand by it. Anyway, um, with the palace being super fancy and super parties, you'd be surprised to find out that there are ghosts. Yeah. Well, there are ghosts. The ghosts of the missing boobs. Boobs. It's just floating titties. It's just boobs. No. This episode became very tit-centric. <laughs> it did. Hashtag it's- feminism. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Steve South Africa and I approve this message. I approve this message. Save the boobs. <laughs> so the palace saw the death of the Baron's wife, Helena. Um, the story goes that while the Baron was in his uh, spinny room, his wife fell to her death from the balcony of her room on the oh, other side of the house. God. And apparently after his wife's death, the spinny tower stopped spinning and no one was able to fix it. Oh, Lo- no. Locals believe that it's his wife's spirit who caused it to stop as an act of revenge against her husband who was unable to save her. She's like, you always She's like, you were so worried about your goddamn northern exposure yeah. that you couldn't save me from fucking falling out of a goddamn balcony. Oh, that's right. Landing in a pile of decapitated tits. I thought yeah. it was going to be, oh, you always love trains more than you love me, you bastard. <laughs> Living up there in your train room going around in circles. Well, never again. Wearing your conductor hat. Yeah, it's a- He's up at his desk, just like, and it's not, and he knows the little train's not moving, and he's got his little hat on, and he's, he's so just sad. like, choo choo. <laughs> she just like swan dives off the balcony, like conduct this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> um, there is also a little bit of darker, creepier shit that Ooh. happens um, that has gone down in the spinny tower. So, okay. other than the Baron, no one else was allowed to enter his train room. Okay. Um, this room. So his spinny room had a chamber, which was called Bug, the Chamber of the Rosary. And the Chamber of the Rosary Ooh. apparently led... This sounds like some Illuminati shit. Apparently yeah, led Yeah, I was like, this is feeling very Dan Brown. The yeah. Basilica nearby. So there is... This is some Dan Brown shit. Yes. Oh. Um, according to several vandals who broke into the uh, palace in the 1990s, um, when they got to this room to vandal... They found that all of the mirrors in the mirrors. My name's Steve South Africa, and I'm just here to do a vandal. <laughs> hey, I'm just here to vandal any boobs that might be left yeah, behind. Yeah, I noticed that the dicks have remained untouched. <laughs> I mean, that's not my thing. I'm here for the I boobs, noticed but that the dicks remain uncovered, yet all the tits are gone. And I'm just here to say, like, hashtag feminism. Where's the tit? Yeah, yeah we're just hashtag where. Are- <laughs> Uh, check where are the tits? Where's the tits? Where are the normal bibs? I need the normal bibs. Um, the vandals found the mirrors, if I were Zach Baggins, in the mirror. chamber mirror to be stained by blood, even blood. though no bodies Ooh. and no blood. There was no other sign of any sort of blood in or around these mirrors. Spooky. Did they check the drawers? They did not check the drawers, and I think that's okay. where they failed. Did he do a psychomantia? Interestingly, um, there were a large number of bats that were inhabiting this room full of bloodstained mirrors. So, oh, this is clearly vampire crime. This is now vampire Dracula shit. I think it was bats drinking human blood and then shitting it all over the walls and then just just (laughs) that's that's explosive diarrhea of blood. I I onto the mirrors. I think that this man's fortune came not from trains. His passion was trains, but his his fortune came from a from a dark deal with Draculas, who he kept fed with human blood inside of a basilica where they slept as bats on the ceiling. You know, maybe uh, that but. room didn't actually chase the sun. Maybe it avoided the sun. Oh, Hell yeah! 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 Hell y
Yes! Yeah! Like it. Good <laughs> job. Um, but maybe the weirdest story of all comes from uh, 1982. Uh, when doormen from a nearby building and passersby all saw smoke coming out of the main room. And that smoke then traveled toward the main tower. And people were like, oh my gosh, the building's on fire. Um, they called the uh, the local fire department, but as the afternoon kind of wore on, it wasn't very long, but they saw that the fire just smoldered and put itself out. And when the fire people went inside, there was no sign of fire or smoke damage inside of the palace. Ooh. Oh, ghost fire. Ghost fire. That's right. That's and, interesting. Yeah. That's spooky. Did it ever like famously burn? No. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. So they don't know if that's a warning from the Baron to be like, stay away from my house. Leave the boobs alone. Hashtag free the titties. We don't know. But that, my friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Instagram hashtag free the nipple. Free the nipple. <laughs> uh, and that, my friends, is the story of the Baron Empain Palace in Egypt. There's a lot of shit going on there. There's a lot there. in there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if there are still stories of hauntings now that it has reopened. Um, but yes, people would see like lights flashing on and off. No one was inside. They I wonder would see, if it's, yeah, it caught fire. I wonder if it's gonna fake catch fire again. That's that's interesting. I don't think we've ever had a story of a fake fire before. Of like ghost fire, yeah. Yeah, that's really strange. And well, especially funny. if it like never famously burned. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the like the smoke would start coming out of the main room. It traveled to the tower where it put itself out. Interesting. And then there was no sign of any damage. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that brings us to our beer. Yeah. Yes. Story of, and speaking of, you know, f ghost fires, eh, fuck my life, man. Okay, so one little side note for not just Stone, but for all beer brewers. Yeah. Why don't you make the text on your goddamn can legible? Yeah. Yes. Like, like I get between FML Between the is goddamn what... dots and this can is literally silver on silver. Why? Yeah. Like, why from, do this from to a me? design perspective, it looks cool. From a legibility perspective, it's it bad. is shit. It's just it's shit. Like how can I impossible read? to read. Yes. Like, I you have, have to, to read it like a hologram. Yeah, I attempted to read all because you know Stone loves to put a fucking treatise on all their cans. Yeah. yeah. And for uh, I, I could not read the fucking thing. This, there's something about what three words. I don't know what it means. Uh, yeah. Does it, it fear movie lions? No. Or does somebody write on their brewery? Fuck my life. And if they did, I have questions why they work in a brewery and don't like themselves. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's addressing the. It's a global addressing system to bring locations to the previously unlocatable. What? These are words. I don't know. Yeah, no. These are words in the read. English language. They don't make those sense. Are, those are words. And then it says, so this beer was created. Check it out. Now when someone says what three words, you can reply with your own answer. If it's Maybe fear, fear movie, movie lions. lions, we'll see you here. Yeah. Sure. I don't. I do not understand. Uh, no, anyway. that no. one is a strange one. However, yeah, I don't understand the story of this beer. I do. I like the taste of this beer. I do like the taste of it as well. I also really like the color of it. It's a very, very dark. It's like apple juicy colored. Yeah, apple juice colored, little hazy. Uh, very powerful in the flavor potential here. Yes, this is a unfiltered double IPA. It, it's clocking it at 8.5. Yeah. So yeah, but it's not, not for the faint of heart. Yeah. And or it's, me. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's not... It's a little piney. It's a little. It's a little soapy on my end. A little bit, maybe, kinda. I feel like it's one of those uh, D IPAs that's coming in a little sweet for me. Mm. 
Yeah, there, there's something there's something about this stopping me from liking it as much as I enjoyed uh, the um, the Illuminati confirmed from last week, which is very similar. It was lighter in color, but the flavor was better. This is good. It's not yeah. my favorite from Stone though. I mean, Stone kind of doesn't make a bad IPA any no. way you slice it. They're all they're all good dogs, Brent. Yeah. Uh, this is not my favorite dog. Yes, but it's still it a good dog. It, it didn't ghost bite me in the butt, so exactly. I'm keep liking it. Yappy dog. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. It's not my favorite, but it, it is really good. It is fucking packing a punch, though. And it comes in the... It's a pint, pint can, too. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and so it's ready like, to fuck your day up at eight point whatever the fuck percent. So. Yeah. 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 So, there you go. Well, hey, guess what? <laughs> this is the part of the show where I get to pick a winner. <laughs> oh, fuck. I don't even know where to begin with this. You know what I like? Laser Boops. sharks. I I'm getting there. I like laser sharks. You know what else I like? I like train fortunes, train towns, train banks, and train houses. I like Steve South Africa. I love train fuck palace. I love black dogs. I love boob theft. But if there's one thing I love more than anything, it's Dracula crimes. Melissa wins. (laughs) I won for Dracula crime. Yep. You know what? Take I, the W. I thought Steve South Africa for sure would win it for you. I do love... Look... I, it, I think Steve South Africa also enjoys Dracula crimes, though. Steve Probably South does. Africa is pretty sure that the boobs the crime was perpetrated by these yeah. Draculas, thus making it also a Dracula crime. I see. I see Steve <laughs> South Africa. I tried to suck the boob right out of the boob. And yeah. it just didn't happen. These, these Draculas are sucking boobs for blood and deflating them entirely. These Draculas are ready for the, the weekend. weekend. <laughs> ah! Oh, my God. Well, oh, well thanks, friends. Oh, shit. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us this week. Yeah, please uh, come back next week. We'll, we'll be here. Maybe Steve South Africa will show up. I, I don't there's know. There's a good chance. I wouldn't be surprised if we did come back. We have our last beer from Stone next That's week. So it's another IPA that Podcast Mom is going to hate. Yep. She's going to drink then another we'll beer instead. something. She'll hate less. Yay, me! Uh, so come back, listen to her gag, yeah. and until then, there'll be che- cheers. Cheers. <laughs> yes, just I don't know clinging. if the show's done yet. So We're I'm done. Right, it's fine. It's fine. You did it.